Welcome to Stories Telling Stories, a pop culture podcast by Eric R. Hill in association with Seeing Red Productions. In today's episode of Stories Telling Stories, we take a trip down to Paper Street to examine a collection of first-person narrative essays written by one man's organs and emotions. But I'm not supposed to talk about it. This is I Am Jack's Body, a collection of works assembled from David Fincher's adaptation of Chuck Palahniuk's masterwork, Fight Club. The first rule of Fight Club is, you do not talk about Fight Club. The work of Chuck Palahniuk has inspired me as a writer for the better part of the 21st century, but my torrid love affair with the modern master of cultural apathy began in the late 90s when David Fincher's explosive rendition of Fight Club took our pre-9-11 sensibilities by storm. Pitching the Clinton-era model of American consumerism on its side, Fight Club was a far cry from the other major films of its time. The optimistic luster of the brink of a new millennium was wiped away in a fury of secrets, insomnia, backroom fisticuffs, and homemade dynamite. David Fincher opened the floodgates of our imagination to the future possibilities of modern cinema and storytelling, and provided a grim premonition of the millennial struggle to find meaning in a new century where the elite and powerful have stacked the odds against them, an entire generation pumping gas, waiting tables, slaves with white collars. This is it. Ground Zero. What happened to Jack and his cognizant body parts? Would Tyler Durden's message of the human condition have continued to spread had the narrator not interfered? And just how many soldiers have enlisted in Project Mayhem anyway? The first rule of Project Mayhem is you do not ask questions. This is Eric R. Hill's take on I Am Jack's Body from Chuck Palahniuk's Fight Club on Stories Telling Stories. Losing all hope. Freedom. I am Jack's medulla oblongata. Without me, Jack would be unable to regulate his heart rate, breathing, or blood pressure. I'm the most important part of Jack's body. My functions are involuntary and automatic. Whenever Jack is awake or asleep, I am working to keep his body alive. By keeping his body alive, I keep myself alive. Although I am not of the conscious mind, I am always there. As part of Jack's brainstem, I help relay messages from the brain to the spinal cord, and from the spinal cord to the brain. My job is thankless, subtle, ignored, but I am the warm little center that the light of this world crowds around. We are symbiotic. We are at peace. For now. Without me, Jack would be dead. What are you doing? Just uh, going to bed. Want to finish her off? Who are you talking to? Shut up.
I am Jack's raging bile duct. If I had a tumor, I'd name it Marla. Marla. The big tourist. Marla was the bulimic bile sore on the roof of your mouth that would heal if only you could stop tonguing it. Bile is a fluid that is made and released by the liver and stored in the gallbladder. Bile helps with digestion. She's a predator posing as a house pet. Bile is responsible for the elimination of certain waste products from the body, particularly hemoglobin from destroyed red blood cells and excess cholesterol. She was a liar. It breaks down fats into fatty acids, which can be taken into the body by the digestive tract. Her lie reflected my lie. If the bile didn't flow out of the liver, the liver would destroy itself. I am Jack's liver. I'm such a tight ass. I blocked off my bile ducts and killed myself. I am Jack's complete lack of surprise. Adrenaline triggers the body's fight-or-flight response. The body's ability to feel pain decreases, which is why you can continue running from or fighting danger even when injured. Adrenaline causes a notable increase in strength and performance as well as heightened awareness and can last up to an hour. But sometimes the body will release adrenaline when it is under stress but not facing real danger, creating feelings of dizziness, lightheadedness, and vision changes. When no danger is present, that extra energy has no use, and this can leave the person feeling restless and irritable. Excessively high levels without real danger can cause heart damage, insomnia, and a jittery nervous feeling. No one ever died from insomnia, so just try to chew some valerian root and get some more exercise. I am Jack's smirking revenge. I say never be complete. I say stop being perfect. I say let's evolve. Let the chips fall where they may. In the world I see, you are stalking elk through the damp canyon forest around the ruins of Rockefeller Center. You'll wear leather clothes that will last you the rest of your life. You'll climb the wrist-thick kudzu vines that wrap the Sears Tower. And when you look down, you'll see tiny figures pounding corn, laying strips of venison on the empty carpool lanes of some abandoned superhighway. No shirts. I want No shoes. For some reason, I'm reminded of my first fight with Tyler. You are not your sense fucking of Everything's a copy. I am Jack's wasted Only two life. Of a copy. You go psycho boy. Of a copy. I am Jack's broken heart. Gentlemen! You have insomnia. You're never really asleep. Thank you. You're Thank never you. really awake. Thank you. Welcome, Welcome to, to Fight Club. Club. You're not your job. You're not how much money you have in the bank. You're not the car you drive. You're not the contents of your wallet. You're not your fucking khakis. <laughs> You're the all singing, all dancing crap of the world. And I used to be such a nice guy. I found freedom. I found freedom. Losing. All hope. Losing. I found freedom. All hope was freedom. Losing. All freedom. Was freedom. Was freedom. The end. This has been Stories Telling Stories, a pop culture podcast produced in association with Seeing Red Productions, fought before a live studio audience at Milton House Studios in Milton, Vermont. And until next time, your homework assignment is... Stay whimsical.